Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You will drive yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I told Lindsay, I have breaking news. And she said, it better not be Trisha Paytas. And it's not Trisha Paytas. It's not about her wishing anyone Shana Tova before giving a nursery tour. It is this headline on the blast, which made me laugh out loud. <laughs> it showed up in my RSS reader and I just, I just giggled. Demi Rose cups her buns while posing in a corset and panties. <laughs> it's not breaking new that's breaking that's breaking the internet it's breaking on september 26th the morning of monday it's breaking your brain demi rose puts on a busty display and another social media update the model from birmingham looked gorgeous in scintillating photos where she flaunted her curves for her latest instagram upload in the pics demi wore a tight fitting corset that accentuated her assets while she struck alluring poses by the ocean Remember when we thought the blast was going to be like, was going to take TMZ like Down. into the ground? Yeah, we were like, yes, we were like the the blast, like they're going to they got it. get them, get them, mm-hmm. we said. And and the blast said, uh, actually, we're just going to be posting more about Demi Rose, the model with the big Actually, buttons. also on September 26th, we're posting Summer Ray shows perky bikini backside while chilling in the pool. No, okay, I have an actual breaking news, which is just from the doc, but I wanted to move it up because there's not much to say, but it does feel breaking. Okay. Um, it's from the Don't Worry Darling story. The breaking news is that Kiki Lane, now that we've both seen Don't... Oh, you haven't seen Don't Worry Darling. You have seen Don't Worry Darling. I have not seen Don't Worry Darling. Yet. Okay. Kiki Lane's role is quite small, and Kiki Lane has finally broken her silence with an Instagram post, which I thought was so interestingly timed. A couple of days ago, Vulture posted a story, a very uh, lengthy and well-reported story called Don't Worry, Darling, It's a Judgment Day, written by Chris Lee. And he was trying to get to the bottom of what was going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And after that story came out. this is still going. Out, like, it's unbelievable. But you know what? The movie's out. And people, There are butts in seats, right? Wasn't Didn't have a big weekend? Had a pretty big weekend. I think it's going to have a big weekend. And it's going to fall off. It's going to fall off. It's going to mm. fall off. That's my... <laughs> All right. After this comes out, Chris Lee, the writer, writes, NY Mag lawyers really ripped the guts out of the story. Wish you could read my original draft. After that comes out, the 40 crew members release a statement to People magazine uh, that says, none of that's true. There was never a screaming the match. The 40 crew we members. We had the best time. <laughs> the it's like a gaffer's like, I, there was no issue. There was no drama. Like, well, respect to everyone who like, works on movies. Go, please just go see the movie and please, please stop talking see about the, this. Right. Enough. So already. after the 40 crew members release a statement to People in an exclusive statement to people, Kiki Lane finally breaks her silence. I think this is sort of a coincidence, but also the timing is just interesting. 
Kiki Lane releases a statement, which isn't really a statement. She just posts on Instagram. The best thing about Don't Worry Darling is that I was lucky enough to meet Ariel Stachel. They cut us from most of the movie, but we're thriving in real life. Love well, you, Kiki Ari. Well, Kiki Lane and- is the kind of unspoken. I mean, she wasn't at Venice. She is mm-hmm. in the movie. She's in the trailer significantly, She's- but has not been at any of the promo, like kind of suspiciously to me, because I feel like maybe she's out of all the people, the the one that's the true like up and coming star that mm-hmm. you could really point to like yes there's you know we you got Kate Berlant you got you know you got Flo who's already kind of a star you've got Harry Styles who can't act you've got like you've, right but I'm just saying like Kiki Lane who I actually saw in a play and was incredible I feel like she's the one and she's you can tell by how much she's in the trailer that they really want to feature her but the yes. movie actually and she has, doesn't feature her is what the truth Well she is. has flow vibes and that she was in a very buzzy awardsy movie a few years ago if Beale Street could talk like Flo was in Little Women and Mitsumar and so this is like her next big thing and she's barely in it so having seen the movie it's funny that she Oh yeah you saw it her position in the movie is not the is trailer that, it, the trailer does not it's the actually trailer Here's the thing. She's crucial to the plot of the movie, but she's not in it. And she says that a lot of her movie... And so a lot of her plot is on the cutting room floor. And so she posts this and goes, they cut us from most of the movie, but we're thriving in real life. So she's like, I met my boyfriend on set. Wait, that's her boyfriend? Hashtag got my check. Hashtag got my man. Hashtag everything happens for a reason. So she says, at least I fell in love. The guy that played her husband in the movie yes ariel satchel okay well <laughs> olivia thank satchel, you for that listen mm-hmm. here's what i have to say about this so many movies He's a Tony cut... winner. okay uh, great that's not what i was gonna say so many <laughs> movies cut people significantly mm-hmm. from them and actors i feel like rarely complain about that because they know it's a little bit quote-unquote unprofessional right even though it's totally mm-hmm. fucked up and ha- yeah. but it happens all the time. Your, Must your, be your whole role can get cut from a movie without even a problem. But to come out and say that, which I kind of love, I feel like she's only emboldened it. by the messiness of everybody else. Yes. She's like, I haven't weighed in at all. Here's my perspective on this um, debacle of this movie. I'm barely in it, even though I'm being used to sell it in a very significant exactly. way. Exactly. But I just feel like she wouldn't have done this if there wasn't kind of this precedent of this I agree. in this movie of people like speaking their mind. And also, I it's agree. really funny to be like, even though I'm barely in this mess of a movie, I met my boyfriend, which is like pretty funny, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We fell in love. And I think that I think you're totally right. She wouldn't have done this if there weren't some sort of like other thing going on. There's no way. And to me, this reads, there's a lot of stuff I cannot say. There's a lot of stuff I will not say for the sake of my career and for the sake of being professional and for the sake of being kind to all the people that I worked with that I respect. But I will say this. <laughs> because being cut from a movie is not on the director's part unprofessional. It's just what happens. It's just an occupational hazard. Mm-hmm. But complaining about it is a little bit like, woo. Speaking of Don't Worry Darling cast members who haven't said much about anything, Gemma Chan commented on this post. <laughs> a heart. heart. <laughs> I think you were, you like kind of implied that was shady, but the reveal of, a, of, a, of her being. It's about love. It's about love. It's about love. It's about love. Man, but how, I've heard. But the we're all desperate still, to read into all of this. The rumors are still like love... coming out. The rumors are, people are still like. I heard from this. And I'm like, the movie's out, guys. I just love that it's like 
gaffers being like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Respect to everyone who works in a movie. I understand that. But it's just like, we're not talking about you. Like, I, <laughs> like I'm sorry, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Florence Pugh. Right. I mean, I don't know. What, are they, are they, def- are they like kind of trying to defend Olivia or like what? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think know. they're trying to defend their own. I think they're trying to say, this was a professional set and we are professionals. I hope that we don't get dragged into the mud for this because we are pros here. And I, I mean, I don't that. think anybody was blaming the gaffers. Or we we're just naming no. one type of set crew member. There's lots of different types of crew members. I also sort of suspect maybe there was studio pressure or wild with any pressure, you know. So to say for them to hey do that. Hey guys, everything's chill. Okay, I have to say though, if you want to work on Booksmart too, <laughs> absolutely too late to be doing that. Like, let the movie just it let it go. It let is. it just flow. Huh? And Get also, it? when you go to the and when you go to the theater this week go see the woman king i know <laughs> don't see don't worry darling please true don't see don't worry darling. or barbarian i'm there's still you know what else yeah. I mean, yeah i'm seeing don't worry darling this week of course i am what am i some sort of fool I, t- I tweeted this i tweeted this but it really did when it was I over it felt this. like i oh wow it i tweeted again when he's I back tweeted. in his tweet era it are, felt on, like work who were on your own on my own it literally felt like work when it ended i was like well i'm done with my job well <laughs> it, it is your job kind of i know but the movie wasn't entertaining or enjoyable it felt like i was clocking in at the office to kind of find <laughs> out hey what's going on here that felt very like hey, exactly hey 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 what's going on here you know for i will like say two something... and a half hours or whatever right a really funny experience though was it was i saw it while i was in san antonio and it was very, very crowded, and a lot of people were there. Wow. And there was one open seat next to me, and it was very clear that I'm not wrong. Don't worry, darling, is a rated R movie, isn't it? Yeah, kids. You think kids are going to see it? Well, no. Here's the thing: maybe 20 minutes into the movie, or like after the trailers, maybe seven minutes into the movie, uh huh. This group of tweens come in. Okay. Like we're talking 10, and they all sat in the front where there were the rem- only remaining like groups of empty seats. And I was like, okay, they're the teens. They're sneaking in to Don't Worry Darling because they're uh-huh. fans of Harry Styles. Oh, And funny. after maybe 25 minutes of the movie, when I think their logic was, or at least this would have been my logic when I was a tween. They left. They realized pretty much everyone who was coming to the movie, who was paid, has already here. And they all scattered and went to the remaining seats that were open up in the top. Mm-hmm. So like there was one open seat next to me and this like, 13, 14 year old kid nice. sat right next to me and had their elbows on their knees the whole time and Loved was wrapped. It. And there was a scene when Harry was shirtless Ugh. and they gasped. And I was like, that's what's happening here. That's, that's what's so happening fun. here. That's fun. That's so great. You'd have to pay for a PG 13 and then go into the R. So of did course. they pay for don't did they pay for Avatar or did they pay for the Woman King? Or did they pay for something else? You know what? If they paid for the Woman King, I'm fine with that. It's great. <laughs> They're doing a good service. No, uh, there have been a lot of talk. These yeah. are the things that um, yeah. uh, there were reports of feuds. Right. People analyzing body language. <laughs> yes. Private messages being released. Yes. Narratives and counter narratives. Yes. Olivia Wilde, is there anything or nothing in that list you would like to clear up? Well, you know, it's kind of, it, it's interesting. The whole experience has sort of changed my way of thinking about the internet and how uh, we choose to interact with it or not. Uh-huh. But really it's kind of ironic because all of this is really what the film's about. The film is about the narratives we are fed and whether we choose to accept them mm-hmm. and, or question their sources. 
I thought that was good breaking news. Let's move on to uh, more hooey stories. Oh, we now we're going to talk about Blonde? What is this? Um, what is this? Uh, movie podcast? What is this? Anna. No, we're not talking about Blonde. We're talking about Anna. Anna. Okay, well, I'm just saying she this. She got the... the cover. She got the variety cover, the big cover. Thanks to In our advance friend Blonde. Dan Daddario, Dan who Daddario. wrote about Anna de Armas. On the cover of Variety. I told him this. I told Dan this. And I will say it here because I think it's so true. Uh For the two of us who have been talking about Ana de Armas, not writing about, but talking about Ana de Armas for a couple of years now. For various reasons. Both because we're fans. But before we were actual fans, we were stans because we just loved her existence and culture. But not, but you know, that not we like actual... her work, you know. Or, yeah, I mean, we hadn't seen a lot of it. Right. I'd, I hadn't seen Dark Water or Deep Water. I hadn't seen I No Time to Die. I'd in... only seen Knives Out. I liked her in Knives Out. No, she's great. So, but now that we've more, we're more familiar with their work, Belanda's coming out soon. I'm like, I think I'm really a fan of her. This profile, even though I felt like I was already in her corner, I was like officially in her corner after this profile. I was like, you seem great. This <laughs> this really got me legitimately hyped for Ana Darmus. Sure. She I mean, seems I think so she's... smart. She seems just like so on top of things. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. I didn't know you felt this way. This is a little bit, a little gung ho for me. But sure. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> sure. I'm usually a little more gung ho than you about most things. You're a little more skeptical. You're a little I'm more like, reserved. Okay. You're a little more. I need all the details. I need all the facts of the case. <laughs> I mean, I still feel like very like what was going on with those pop walks during the pandemic. Like that kind of takes mm-hmm. like that cutout situation takes a little bit of a there's a weird vibe going on there. But yes, I mm-hmm. mean, she's it's not back. mentioned in this profile. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, that's what I would ask about first is what I'll say. I mean, he did ask about the kind of pop walks or the yeah, yeah. he probably didn't call them pop walks. He probably said, oh, the invasive paparazzi, you know, like because mm-hmm. I don't think she would. He called her, I believe, a paparazzi magnet. And then at one point, he's like, her her, her era, there's like a, a, her era of paparazzi is behind her, paparazzi era, but I think it's specifically the um, the Affleckian paparazzi era. Right. I mean, it turned out it really had nothing to do with her. It had everything to do with him. I, you know, though she is yeah. a star, yeah. I think, like, it wasn't, those photos were about kind of them and you know our collective desperation right we had yes. nothing else we've, we've and etc covered this okay so what's the d- anything else just that you like her well well the deal with this is that she's blonde finally her her big movie actually comes out this week and it's sort of like we can almost Wait, it comes out on we've Netflix made it this week which counts uh so no, this is this comes out on tuesday okay and the movie comes out on the 28th, so that's Wednesday. So this comes out tomorrow for those of you who are listening. The which movie is like, comes out on we've been Wednesday. anticipating this. We've been anticipating this for literally years. They I mean, started I was, filming this before the pandemic. I have to say, I was anticipating Deepwater more than this. Like, I am excited mm-hmm. for this, but Deepwater was, you know, what I was really anticipating. Deepwater gets a little trashed in this profile. Uh, we're not trashed, but I think it. I think that movie will age very well. I think we will look back on Deepwater and really. I think Deepwater is a great movie. Not a joke, but that's. Um, also not true, but yeah, sure. <laughs> it's true that I think it. It's definitely it's true, true that, that you I think it, it, but it's not true as an absolute. <laughs> oh no, of course. But um, I'm just excited that we finally get to watch this and see what her big break is. Sure. Is this it? I don't yeah. think this is it. Are we watching sure. this together? I don't know. You said you don't want to pay to see it in the theaters, but you will watch it on Netflix. We should watch this. We should watch this somewhere special. You know, I've heard it's got a shot from inside a vagina or something. doesn't exist. When I come out of my dressing room, I'm Norma Jean. 
still hurt when the camera is rolling. And I actually know what we can watch before we watch Blonde because there's really good footage that we can play as pre-show uh, entertainment. It's, oh, it I won't match it. up with is Newbie. Is it Rosamund Pike talking about the Queen? <laughs> it is Rosamund Pike talking about the Queen. As I'm sure you've all been watching the state funeral of Elizabeth II, I took my children out of school in Prague to watch the funeral live streamed by the BBC. Uh, their coverage, as I'm sure you'll agree, has been exemplary and an example of what British broadcasting does best. I have found myself moved and deeply impressed with our culture and heritage, and I wanted my children to see it. Um, Which is as good or better than anything Maria Menounos does at Nuvi at Regal. It'd be so funny if we could program content before the movie just to be like a mishmash of like stuff that makes us laugh, and it's like... Everybody would go see, like, Don't Worry Darling just to see our, like, pre-show content. It'd be, like, Rosamund Pike talking about what she loves about the Queen. Trisha Paytas doing, like, a nursery tour. It would be, it would be like, no, what, no, what no, else no, would no. it be? It'd be, like, that one clip, Good Morning Muhammad from, um, Morning like, Muhammad. like, from First Wives Club, like, 12 mm-hmm. times in a row. It would be a newscaster saying, and he's gay. I mean, he's blind. <laughs> it would for be no reason. somehow the Nicole Kidman AMC thing, but we'd be in a regal just for a gag. Like, it would be, it would just be amazing. It would be the entirety of Woman in the Window. And then <laughs> <laughs> after you watched all the Woman in the Window, you could finally watch Ana de Armas and Blonde. Yeah, perfect. Okay, great. So somebody, somebody Pike, hire us for that job. <laughs> and again, I'm, I'm one of my favorite Lindsayisms is no one asked. And <laughs> Rosamund Pike going on a ten minute rant, excuse me, five minute rant on the Queen's funeral on a front facing Instagram live video. No, it was, uh, yeah, it was Instagram. Is kind of peak no one asked and she's british and i still didn't ask is it I didn't front ask her. facing or is it she's the camera's like set crisp. up on a set up on a on a like a tripod like it looks like it's quite crisp Let's i just see. think it's front facing because i think she'd want to she'd want that sort of monitor situation oh my god you know <laughs> i'm sorry is she in like a a, a symphony hall she's wearing it's in all... be- there's beautiful wood behind she's her wearing, very like, expensive wood walls she's behind wearing her. a black blazer and black tie and black i think she always wears all black okay she looked... i think she's very much i wear all black <laughs> it's giving like harry potter school uniform to me for some reason <laughs> it's giving five minutes of commentary about what like how much she loves the queen the queen and how she watched the queen's funeral with her children and was very moved by her children's reactions to the queen whom she really respects and uh and she found the whole thing quite moving and how it moved her to tears uh even from afar what this video makes me think is that amazing amy amy dunn watches this video and quivers (laughs) this is (laughs) this this makes amazing amy go ice cold british rosamund mary ellen she's the most british woman on the face of anyone didn't know it's not like she's just some you know american royal loving yeah it's not trisha paytas sitting the kids down and saying we need to watch the funeral of this icon and legend you know Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it is a it's an actual British woman. Some thoughts on the state funeral currently happening happening in the UK. Hashtag Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> you have to play a lot of the clips. Here. I love this reply. One of them is just she's so beautiful. I have no idea what she's saying though. <laughs> it's very like me continuing to stand gone, girl. <laughs> she is really something. Um, and the ending is great. I want to get to the ending. It's so good. Let me play it on this on my speakers. Okay, let's hear it. The last ten seconds of the last ten seconds of the video, which. This was posted by Edge of Natholia. Thank you, Edge. This is really good. Here we go. (laughs) My thoughts. My thoughts. 
all of these cuts, these smash cuts she's to like Getty images of the funeral. Him. Again, this is very much like um getting... she's giving she's giving Ken Burns yeah. um the the I heard his new documentary is really good that just premiered on PBS. Me too, but there's nothing more like LOL than being like, I'm sitting down on a Friday night to watch like the Holocaust in America. You know what I mean? It just it's <laughs> it's giving get a life. I'm gonna watch it, but it's giving get a life, you know? Well, I almost did it and then I was like, I can't do this on a Friday right, night. I'm watching Big Off instead. <laughs> it's giving I'm gonna watch it, but get a life, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's giving like I remember watching Ken Burns Vietnam over the span of like many, 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 many weeks. Because yeah. I was like, I have to be in the right headspace for Ken Burns like thirty hour you documentary know what it's epic. Perfect for and I think he actually knows he made it for this. If slash when you get COVID, then you watch the Ken Burns, the new Ken Burns documentary. That's good. It's like a a COVID watch. Oh, my God. Wait, does our culture need like... Don't. Don't even... What you're going to say, don't say it. Do we need like specifically branded COVID watches for our culture now? You know what I mean? That that span the exact amount of time Netflix is going to put it in the categories. Home with COVID? Question mark. I know. (laughs) I know. I know. Oh, my God. No. Nightmare. Fine. That's a nightmare. Okay. Here's the thing. Rosamond publishes this video. I'm we've kind of talked about, about this in her? the past. But I think what's what I'm always more fascinated by than maybe the actual content when celebrities do stuff like this is who edited it, how long did it take? I'm more interested in how the sausage is made and speculating on how the sausage is made than I am kind of in the sausage itself. You know, because I don't eat a lot of meat. Um but <laughs> So it's sort of like but I find myself but I find myself wondering, did she edit this? Or do you think uh, an assistant edited this she because did I could not almost see her edit editing this. it. No, come on. I barely can use, you can't even use TikTok. She did not edit this. But I can almost see her taking pride in this because it is about the queen. Her queen. You know? She didn't like open iMovie and said, for my queen. No. No. Didn't she? Didn't no, she? No. No. You have, no. No. Okay. Our Roz, our Roz fanfic is very different. We no. have very different buckets of Roz fanfic. Love that you looked up what she's up to and like I'm what crying. she's taping. And one of them is a movie where, where rich people get the flu and another movie where an aristocratic English family is followed. <laughs> the two movies that she has in development right now or in production right now are movies called Rich Flu Both and Both of Salt these Burn. look like bangers. Rich Flu stars well, Rosamund, Macaulay Culkin, and Daniel Brühl. Daniel Brühl. And Saltburn stars our girl Roz, Barry Cunningham, whose last name I can know. Keegan? Keegan? Keegan. Everybody's talking about him, but no one can say his name. It's a great pleasure to welcome Barry Keoghan into our studio today. A big fan of yours, man. Dublin Zephyr 4, it is the Strawberry Alarm Clock and uh, an unusual situation. We're recording an interview on Mespel Road with Barry Keoghan. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> how are you, dude? I'm good, man. And Jacob Alordi. And Jacob Alordi. Think about, look, these but are it's like. Written three... and directed by Emerald Fennell, these the are promising young woman. Fennell. Woman. Is it? The promising young, promising young woman, woman. And <laughs> the promising, the promising promise, young, promising the young woman. The promising woman. young, promising young woman, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, has anyone ever said that before? Or are you I just don't saying that so. for the first time? I've never said that. Emerald <laughs> Fennell is the promising young, promising young woman, woman. <laughs> Oh, my in, God. In I weeks. made a joke about meat, too, that I thought was pretty funny, and you didn't laugh. I actually did anyway, laugh. Anyway, so, <laughs> I actually so really the did promising laugh. young, promising young woman woman is writing and directing a movie starring Rosamund Pike. And the logline for this movie, as it exists on IMDb, is the perfect Rosamund Pike logline. And it is simply, it follows an aristocratic English family. That's, that's all it. I need to know. That's when I see I that, I'm like, I'm like, get me Roz on the horn, because I'm that's an aristocratic like, English woman. I'm literally following 
I'm following. <laughs> Whoever's what, they say it follows, that's me. I'm following. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. I can't wait for these movies. Seriously, seriously. No, yeah, I will follow the promising young wo- promising young promising young woman woman to the ends of the earth. Roz has Emerald taste, Finale. and that taste includes playing women who are rich. You know. <laughs> She is the most convincing rich person. <laughs> Gwyneth no has one looks richer on than Rosamund Pike. Did it worry you at all that he felt you were totally believable as a sociopath? Yeah. I mean, you know, that does cross one's mind. <laughs> Lindsay, I think this next story about Adnan is all no, you because you I... listened to Serial and I didn't. Is, is Adnan a, a who or a them? That's is my this question. A story? That's my question. Is odd well, here's the thing. Adnan got a Hollywood Life feature, Five Things to Know About the Serial Podcast subject after he's freed from prison, which in a the sense makes is, him a who. The bar is on the ground for the Hollywood Life Five Things, as you know. Does this make him a who or does this make him a them? As somebody okay, I'm, I'm gonna turn it on you. As somebody who hasn't even heard serial, do you think Adnan is a mm-hmm. them? I think I think I would have said he was a who until the past week. And now I'm like, is he of them? Because that is the most, I mean, I think the most popular podcast of all time, maybe? Sure. Um, it influenced us. The, definitely <laughs> the most influential podcast of all time. And so many people cared about this story and it made so many people intrigued by, I think it opened the door to true I mean, crime. It's, it's almost so like as podcasts get more popular and more mainstream, serial itself rises with that tide. When at the time it's I would have called him a who because he's kind of like the hot true crime story of the of the time, which is it's hard mm-hmm. for a kind of a crim uh, the the center of a criminal case to be uh, mm-hmm. them unless it's like OJ Simpson, you know, and it's like yes, a real or Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Shout out to that. Let's not mess. Let's not on Netflix. Okay, so Adnan Syed is out of prison. The question really is, though, like, are people gonna like follow his life now? Are well, tabloids see, interested in him? I I hope not. I, I hope he can live his life normal, but I don't know. I almost think that he doesn't live his life normally. I think that his. I think that he pivots into like so many people. Are we who gonna were, get like a sit down you know, with Oprah? Who claim who claimed to be wrongfully imprisoned, and I haven't listened to the story, but as far as I can tell, he was wrongfully imprisoned, right? They go on to do activism to help other people get out of prison. They go on okay, to do a lot of sit-down interviews. Sure, sure, sure. They write a book. That's what I care about. I don't really... But does a- he get a reality activism, show? Activism, yes, we love. Is it... But does he get a reality show about his life sort of re-entering society? Because I could see that being pitched oh, to him. I'm sure. You know? A docuseries in the least. But like, you know, reality shows and docuseries, it's just only a phrase away i'm sorry like what's the difference if netflix is gonna throw money at colton underwood to be like now that you've come out as gay we need to give you eight episodes i know they better be willing to throw money at adnan and say like now that you've come out of prison after what 20 something years almost 20 years i think we're people are lined up around the block to make the adnan Mm -hmm. uh docuseries like what's up how are you i mean i bet uh, honestly i I think i bet the new york times is gunning for its place to kind of like slide in and finish the story in a way. I think he might actually be a them, but I think if you told, if you, if you wanted to say he's a who, because it's still sort of niche, like it's still, there's something sort of niche about it simply because he exists on a podcast. But I think that there is a, there is a world in which Adnan becomes an objective them due to his post prison notoriety. Sure. I mean, it kind of, it kind of depends on what he does with this, kind of life you if know? he is interested in dating someone oh uh-oh. when adnan starts publicly dating someone oh after God. this 
the tabloids are going to go crazy. Think about it. Think about it. But they're going to go nuts. If it's somebody notable, sure, they're going to go absolutely bonkers. But if it's just like a, a mystery s- woman. Yeah. Maybe he's already dating somebody. Maybe. People get married in prison. Anyway, I'm fascinated oh, no. by this and I didn't even listen to the show. I know. Um, where Adnan will exist in culture in the in the coming years, I think, is, is really I will say it's a big watch. deal that he bumped Serial and the Daily up to back to the top of the rankings. Like, not really the Daily, because Daily is always kind of at the top, but Serial. What's next? Oh, here's a great related story. Sky Wheatley chest is left blistered after she accidentally sleeps with her booby tape on. Imagine getting out of prison after 20 years and the first headline you see is, ouch, Sky Wheatley chest is left blistered after she accidentally sleeps with her booby tape on. Imagine getting Adam's out of prison like, after one day and seeing that would be stressful enough. So she was on Big Brother and she mm. suffered an unfortunate beauty blunder this week. I'm quoting the Daily Mail. The reality star turned influencer revealed Wait, her blister chest funny. after accidentally sleeping in her booby tape overnight. booby tape is an Australian invention. Timmy called it an Australian yes. versus Australian crime. <laughs> yeah. Or it'd be Australian That's on Australian one, crime. Um, Sky was a we big talked brother. about the sisters who the created it. Were, and do you know that after we talked about booby tape extensively, I was at a wedding where I was a bridesmaid and I helped two different bridesmaids separately with uh, bigger breasts Let's apply, apply the booby tape. tape. I don't think it was the brand booby tape, but because I had like the information about the booby tape in my mind, I knew the mechanics of the tape and I literally like applied the tape. And I was like, I'm literally an electrical engineer. Like this is uh, like, I am, I'm an architect. I am like, <laughs> I, 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 did you say, <laughs> did you say throw. don't sleep in it? Don't sleep in no, it. No, because I hadn't seen this. It. I hadn't seen this, but I did say like, you know, you got to use the nipple pasty and when you take it off, stretch it really long. Like I knew how, you know, I knew all the mechanics. Booby tape instructions apparently say to take Not them sleep off in after it? a certain number. Of, yeah. yeah. It says never wear it for more than 24 hours. And it seems like she wore it for more than 24 hours, you know? All right. Sky Wheatley. Anything else about her? I don't know. No one. No, I, she's Big Brother star. Okay. Just funny. Just Fine. good. Great. Good name. She posted the photos. That's Great why we name. know about it. Great name. Hello, everyone. It's been a hot minute, so today we're going to be filming an assumptions video. These ones are always nice and juicy for you guys, so why not come back with a bang and get deep and dirty with all your assumptions. You know your girl is just keen to always have a chat and be super honest and authentic. What's next? See, I almost think we need to skip Tom Hardy. Why? Is he a them or a who? You know what? That's such a good question. Because when Tom when Timmy put this in here, I was thinking, oh, he's a who. I was thinking he's that interesting level of who where it's like he's had all these big breaks, but he's also such a character actor. He's such a not method, but he's one of those guys who really, really becomes his roles. He's very intense. He doesn't really have um, he doesn't really have uh, much of a private life that is written about, which makes me think he's a them. But I think he's a who because he doesn't really have like an iconic number one role because he has a few of them. I don't. I he's actually. Bane. I actually don't Isn't know what to Bane think about Bane his him. main Bane. Bane and Mad Max. Mad I Max. Think are the main ones, but they're so transformative. He's. I kind just. Of find, I find it the, very weird. Well, he he kind of is in this weird limbo of like, if you know, you know, and but then somehow some people don't know. Because he is Bane and he is Mad Max. But is he just those characters and not the name? But the fact that he seems so sort of private 
gives him them vibes, you know? I think he's Because a them. he doesn't put his shit out there. I think he's, a, think them, he's a them, even though I want to cover this story about how he just rolled up to we'll a, skip ju- it. a jiu-jitsu competition and won it. We can't talk about it because he's a them. We decided. Fine. I think we've wondered this many times. I think we've wondered this many times. We've. I think we've wondered a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow, he's so strong. I think we have wondered a lot. He's so strong. So much. He's so strong. Remember What's when he the was, iconic? Remember when he was aggressive to Charlize Theron on the set of Mad Max and everybody was like, uh, relax. But it's like Mad Max. What are you supposed to do? Not be aggressive? Not towards her, oh, but I in general. I remember that. Oh, oh yeah. he was aggressive as Mad Max. He was aggressive to as her on the set. And I think he was like being a little method. And she was like, get away from me. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. trying to like drink mm-hmm. some tea in my trailer. I'll always love Tom Hardy for his iconic... Um, Remember he was when he was on the he was interviewed by Attitude and they were like, "Have you ever had sex with men?" And he was like, yeah. "Of course I have." I'm gonna quote it because yeah, it's yeah. so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I have. I'm an actor for fuck's sake. I'm an artist. I've played with everything yes. and everyone. Yes. I'm not into men sexually. Yes. I love the form and the physicality, but the gay sex bit does nothing for me. And it's sort of like, what? <laughs> okay, Wait. thank you for being real. <laughs> also, he's obsessed with being dogs. Real. He had, like loves dogs yes. in a very sweet way. These are them. We're, we're, we're becoming Tom Hardy stands. We can't talk about him anymore. We have to move on to the Kro- the Kroger Wellness Festival. Okay, we already talked about which this. Which we tried. It? No, but we cut it. And here's the thing. I think that we should talk about how the, the Kroger Wellness Festival was a flop this year. There's no Getty images about it. There's no there's there's local coverage, but it's just like I wanted the Kroger Wellness Experience, which has since been renamed the Kroger Wellness Festival, to bowl me over once again but it didn't and i'm just depressed. i think first of all i think the quote the kroger wellness festival had too many thems and not enough who's the kroger wellness experience had more who's second of all yes kroger's wellness experience had a jingle kroger's wellness experience you remember that the kroger wellness festival doesn't work as well it doesn't really not at the kroger wellness festival no it's not good down at the kroger's wellness experience yeah, experience is so much better than festival. Down in Orlando. Actually, it was down in Cincinnati, I guess. Down in Cincinnati. Which is, I believe, the Kroger headquarters. It better so, be. I just, I can't I'm believe we're talking about this for a second time, the first time you cut it, and it didn't get you, it wasn't the sign to not talk about this ever again. No, I'm just, well, someone put it back in here. I think Timmy put it back in, and he was like, guys, 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 Kroger Timmy! Wellness Festival. Guys, guys, guys. And I'm just, I'm disappointed in the Kroger Wellness Festival. I am. I'll say it. Down I feel comfortable the saying it. I'm disappointed. There should have been more who's. Chrissy Teigen was there. Bethany Frankel was there. Okay. Carrie Underwood was there. Right, I'm Chrissy, so bored. Chrissy Teigen's mom was there. Carrie Underwood did cardio. Uh, smooth, bachelor and fitness enthusiast Matt James made his signature Vita Coco smoothie. That's the type of energy I want from the Kroger Wellness Experience. But I there want are no photos. Bachelor and fitness enthusiast Matt James to make his signature smoothie like on stage at, from four thirty to five o'clock. Thirty minutes of Matt James making his signature <laughs> Vita Coco smoothie. What is funny is that all of the events are thirty minutes long. Like no event is an hour. Every <laughs> you know, day they're all thirty minutes, minutes long. Yeah, even three fifteen to Chrissy Teigen flew in and flew out. <laughs> Yeah, Chrissy Deacon flew in and flew out. She did not stay overnight in Cincinnati. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais, so when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go France. to Quebec. <laughs> but really, 
I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak, you listen, you think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, TN Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Let's move on. Okay, we'll, we're skipping the Don't Worry Darling because we've already, already done it. We've already talked about Adam it. Adam Devine is not Adam Levine. Levine? <laughs> Adam Devine is not Adam Levine. Well, so the thing this with Adam Levine funny. is that you can also say Adam Levine because I have a friend who has the last name Levine, but it's pronounced Levine. So Levine and Levine are sometimes a little bit confused for each other. I have other. a friend whose last name is Levine and he goes by Levine. Right. So but I'm saying that's why it's Adam Devine and Adam Levine could rhyme. But in fact, he's a singer. Not. I think you've heard of him. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> We're talking about Adam Devine as in Loretta Devine. They have the same Devine. They're the same Devine. And also Whereas I think it's, Adam I think Levine it's is uh, Adam Levine. Devine, like of the vine, like capital D, capital V. I think Adam Levine's is just one word. Oh, and Loretta Devine keeps it all lowercase. Oh, I didn't realize Adam Devine was he with a capital of V. The vine. Of the vine. Also, anyway, I he don't think anybody was confusing him. Adam Levine, but that's fine. It's funny, I guess. It doesn't matter whether or not anyone actually did it. He did a funny post because he's a funny guy. And he said, just want to post this and say that my wife at Chloe Bridges and I are doing great and going strong. I am not Adam Levine. He is a different guy and a worse singer. Hmm. We are, however, hmm. naming our future baby Sumner. That's kind of funny. Who was tickled by this? Alexander Daddario. Oh, me and Alexander Daddario. added on the comments. Great. I was like, how out of character for him. Oh, great. Me and, Al me and Alexander thought this was fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. Tom Hardy, them. You know who else is a them? White tank tops. Hanes tank tops. <laughs> White Hanes tank tops. Hanes tank tops. 
specifically $2 Hanes tank This tops. article from the fa- from the style section of page six says the $2 style staple stars like Olivia Wilde and Kourtney Kardashian swear by the the extreme effort to go out of her way for saying the uh, passe version of what this is called, which is was once called a wife beater. We do not say that anymore. Now it's just white tank top. You know, they actually go by people are trying to recall them wife pleasers. <laughs> Oh, like I'm when serious. You, wait, when you wear it, your wife's like, you look good in that tank top. Yeah, exactly. OK, love that. Yeah. Wife yeah. pleaser. Wife okay. pleasers. So all the stars are wearing they are wife called pleasers. tank tops, so that's much easier. Olivia Wilde, the Courtney Kardashian, Kendall Jenner are wearing Hanes white tank tops or wife pleasers uh, for a polished and laid back style. Oh, my God. And so is Julia Fox. The image is a triptych on this, and it is Courtney Kardashian, Julia Fox and Olivia Wilde. I just think it's funny that. In order to write a story like this, you need three, right? Three makes a trend. I think Julia Fox is the main reason this is happening. Julia Fox did it like no other. Well, because Julia, Julia Fox, Fox made is that a, video. She's a high-low fashion genius. She loves to like yes. take a child's tank top and cut it. My argument here is that this story does not exist without Julia Fox. Sure. And I think that it's just like it's it's another it's it's more evidence to her like continued cultural impact sure and if you click the buy now link on page six for uh hanes boys white tanks nine dollars for a five pack page six does receive about 0.0005 cents so just know that mm-hmm. white tank tops white wife pleasers by hanes wife pleasers. that's good i'm glad i learned that we don't have to do christina million's 25 things you don't know about me it wasn't good i wanted more beignet box references it i didn't get boring them. oh my god nobody expanded nobody expanded my tory spelling goss I just, I mean, did you want to, I was kind of bored by it. Did you notice though that after years and years and years of Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott like threatening to break up and then not breaking up, I think they're actually breaking up. But no one's, but now no one's talking about it. It's very Boy Who Cried Wolf vibes. We already gave you the attention for this new story. We can't possibly give you the same attention again. Anyways. You really think they're breaking up? I do. I don't I, think, I don't, I think they are too codependent. I don't think they will ever I break do. up. I do. And the reason why I think they're actually breaking up is because we got this story. Tori Spelling admits she regrets feuding with her mom. I think Tori and Candy coming back together, it kind of is like Dean's maybe under the puncture. Because maybe Candy said, fuck Dean. So you're saying Candy hates Dean, Tori chose Dean over Candy, and now she's choosing Candy over Dean because so. they're through. I think so. And I haven't seen Candy in a while, and she's looking iconic. And look at Candy's look at Candy's cake. Come on, Bobby. Look at this. <laughs> look at Candy's cake. Look at Candy's cake. We'll never forget. Doesn't Candy have all the money? Wasn't Tori not getting any Candy's of the money? Candy's cake is a picture of Candy and her, do- and her dog, which is a Bichon Frise cake. <laughs> look at Candy's cake. You're telling me what this kind is, of cake is it? You're telling me this is boring, and I'm telling you, look at Candy's cake. I'm just typically bored by look at this. Tori Spelling, unless she is. I mean, she's always Roku show. She's always selling shit. Oh my God, Candy's cake is a photo of Candy and her dog. <laughs> it's good. Come on, Candy's cake is so good. Oh, nice piping. You nice piping gonna, on you the icing gonna too. Click and you weren't going to see this pic of Candy's cake. And you know, I gotta say, who looks great in this photo? Everyone. Tori. Tori looks amazing in this photo. Am I wrong? Tori's looking good. Another reason why Tori and Dean may have split, because Tori's looking good. 
Okay. I'm mad at you for making me interested in this. Tori seemed to address their past strife, which stemmed for the, for the latter receiving only $800,000 in inheritance from her late multimillionaire father, Aaron, in a second Instagram in which she put her arms around her mom's shoulders. How was she addressing that? I don't really understand with that connection, but okay. Okay, well, I didn't see this. I didn't click this. This is my fault. Weeks ago, Candy said, the, we got a headline, Candy Spelling advises to stop procrastinating as daughter Tori Spelling appears close to splitting up with Dean McDermott. Tan- Candy hates Dean. And I think now that right. this was a year ago, actually, this um, Candy advises. Right. I think that the fact that Candy and Tori are celebrating Tori's birth- uh, Candy's birthday together shows that Tori and Dean are donezo. I think you're right. I also am, and am obsessed with, remember we talked about Maitland Ward last last week? I didn't click this. Maitland Ward She said that Dean McDermott, up, she's calling out Dean McDermott. She posted screenshots of Instagram DMs from Dean McDermott she's, requesting private shows. She's spilling. She's spilling on spelling. She's spilling on spelling. Listen, wait, this is so funny. You know how this headline says, uh, Candy Spelling advises to stop procrastinating as daughter. That headline implies that she's telling Tori to stop procrastinating no she just posted an Instagram that said today's a great day to move mountains this inspired me to get going on all the things I've been putting off for a long time hashtag stop procrastination hashtag move forward hashtag do something <laughs> Candy was trying to be inspirational and uh okay magazine said something. is she talking to is she telling Tori to dump Dean Dee McDermott's Instagram bio is actor, producer, host, chef, father of five, and married the gorgeous and talented Tori Spelling. Love motorcycles, racing, MMA, and tattoos. Okay, let's move on to relationships because there's a lot of relationship news. Molly May and Tommy Fury, Lindsay's favorite two people, are expecting a baby. Does this make them the first high-profile Love Island parents? Yes. Yes. Especially two Love Islanders who got together on the island having a kid is a huge deal. I feel like that is the show is known for not really making successful matches. And they are like emblematic of they met in a fucking hot tub on TV, you know, (laughs) they're the most successful match like in the history of heterosexuality and monogamous heterosexuality (laughs) so as i learned this weekend when i said this kind of out loud in a shocked way heterosexual couples love them because this is stereotypical the boy in the relationship goes oh is that um uh whoever his brother's name is who's more famous in the uk for being a better boxer whoever fury not tommy he's tommy fury his brother is like jerry for yuri not jerry I'm looking it up. It's I forgot. Some, we talked about them. Tyson. Tyson, Tyson Fury. Fury. So, so yep. the the one of the partners goes, oh, is that Tyson Fury's brother? That's so funny. And then the oh, other God. partner goes, oh, yeah, like Love like knows about Love Island. So it's very, it's their heterosexual relationship really is emblematic of other heterosexuals learning about this relationship and being like, That's oh, crazy. I find this interesting on multiple levels. I was about to say, do you know what that has? To quote Nick Jonas, it has levels, levels, levels. You haven't done that in a while. We have a lot of splits. We have a lot. Here's the thing. When I was adding stuff to the relationship section, I was just sort of adding them at random willy nilly. So we're going to go back and forth between together, split, pregnancy, together, uh... split, together. But I think that adds a little bit of a little bit of fun to the order it's sort of unpredictable okay interesting okay so we fine. have a split paul wesley and Ooh. inez de ramon have split who's he again he's an actor he's in um is he vampire or is he he's vampire diaries yeah he's okay. vampire diaries okay so they're split okay. but he used to be married to um what's her name tori devito yes here 
Do used to be married to Tori DeVito. I don't know who that is. Tori DeVito was another TV. <gasps> oh, 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 one, one, one tree, one tree hill. I think one tree hill. Was okay. it one tree hill or was it? Um, I don't know. Everwood. One tree hill. It was one tree hill. She was Carrie in one tree hill. You're right. And she okay. was also in Chicago Fire. So they're broken up. That's boring. What I care about is Jacob Bellorti and Olivia Jade Giannulli okay, are back what, together. Here's what I propose for this. This is the last time we're that talking it's fake, about that this it's relationship. Just the dog. Well, I just think that this is, we can't keep talking about them as they're getting back together and breaking up. This is what happened with Kendall Jenner. And I was like, we can't like talk about breakup and get back together for these two. They are taking a coffee run wearing matching outfits. They're both in baby blue. So that means something. Jacob Lordy He's in a baby and, blue mask, a baby blue bucket hat, a Jacob baby blue Lordy shirt. Jacob and OJ, OJ are really actually a really good hooey couple. Maybe we should just continue talking about them. They really are. I mean, he's like euphoria, fave. She's disgraced, uh, well, uh, nepotism queen. Nepotism. But I think that Olivia Jade is a perma-who. I think there's no chance she will never not be a who. She's a who yeah, till she's, she's dead. Really she's who. a who till we're through. She's really who. Jacob Elordi has a chance. Jacob Elordi has a chance to be like extremely famous. Well, he is I don't love that, a, but he's starring in a Rosamund Pike movie, as we saw. Yes, yes. Written by the promising, the promising, the promising, the promising young, promising young woman, woman. <laughs> <laughs> the promising young, promising young woman, woman. Okay. Also, back on this is connected. We remember we talked about Sylvester Stallone and his wife getting a bro. Uh, Jennifer they broke Flavin. up because of the dog because he got the because dog the tattoo dog. on his arm. He said, "I love this they dog and off. I will tattoo his face over my wife's face." Um, they called it off. They're back together. Okay, that's short. Sistine and Sistine too are happy. Their parents are back together. Did you see this? I added this this morning. Jonah Hill is not with that girly anymore. He's with a new mystery woman, and no one knows her name. And it's not just someone he's working with he's in a mercedes what do you call those sprinter vans a mercedes sprinter camper with the woman who he is making out with on the beach and they are drinking spindrift together and i've never seen this woman in my life which flavor which they're drinking spindrift together she was drinking lime Look at the photos. I believe she was drinking Wait, lime because I was also long, wondering. No, no, no. He's in a long-term relationship with that other girlie. This is not. This is just a friend. Apparently, they are broken up. No. Apparently, they are broken no. up because look at the photos, no. Lindsay. They're making out on the beach. Wait, what? They're making out Why on the know? beach. No, no, And no. she's a mystery woman. You care about Jonah Hill. He's not with that girl. What's her name? Sarah? He's not with her anymore. What? She was like a freaking surf model. What the fuck, Sarah Jonah? Brady. Oh no! That's what I I'm like saying. His ex. All right, whatever. I don't support this. All right, whatever. Okay. Whatever. I'm mad. But we haven't gotten any sort of confirmation of breakup. But also, Jonah has also, been very. Also, where's the Daily Mail? Somebody emailed Daily Mail about who this girl is. Sorry, that's like we got to get the email. They don't even have the tips email at the top. They're not even asking. Because no one cares. Because no one cares. I do. No one cares. I do. Well, if you find out who this girlie is, then let them know. I don't know who she is. She just has brown hair. It could be Dakota Johnson, for all I know. <laughs> Okay, you know who it isn't? It's not Rosamund Pike. That's all we know for sure. It's not Rosamund Pike. Future Lindsay here. That's right. I went back to the Daily Mail to check on something else. And they identified Jonah Hill's hookup. Jonah Hill's girly. Her name is Olivia Millar. She is, quote, the sister of model Rachel Roberts. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Olivia is. But we were wrong. They did identify the girl that Jonah Hill kissed on the beach. All right, bye bye. Or JoJo Siwa, because JoJo Siwa's or a Avery new girl named Avery Cyrus. Okay. I cannot believe they're buying a house together. <laughs> there, wait, what? Lindsay, the headline is JoJo Siwa's girlfriend Avery Cyrus affectionately jumps into her arms. Dot 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 as they go house hunting after confirming sure their romance. They're not just going house hunting for JoJo. For JoJo. This is like when we thought Ana de Armas and Ben Affleck were going house hunting together. I think they were just going house hunting together, not like. 
together. Well, and that and that instance was Ben was going house hunting with Anna, and Anna was the one looking for property. Right, like they were just going at the same time, not to live together. I still think, as I said, Avery has input. Okay. Now, who is Avery? Who is Avery Cyrus? She's a TikToker, isn't she? She is an internet famous person. Confirmation via Chuck E. Cheese photo booth TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I was going to get there. We're I'm not there sorry, yet. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. Avery Cyrus is not related to Miley Cyrus. And I thought it was like a cousin or I thought it was like a sister that I didn't know about. Cyrus isn't even the last name. Her last name is Blanchard. I don't really know why she called. She goes by Cyrus, but it's not a real last name. So she's not a Cyrus. But uh-huh. let's let's read this. Jojo Siwa seemingly goes red carpet official with Avery Cyrus. Okay. Seemingly. I have to read this. On September 12th, on September 12th, Siwa fueled dating rumors between her and Cyrus when she shared a TikTok video of herself kissing Cyrus at a Chuck E. Cheese photo booth. Siwa captioned the clip, happiest girl. <laughs> okay. It's perfectly Jojo Siwa to announce your relationship with Avery Cyrus in a Chuck E. Cheese photo booth. a Chuck E. Cheese photo booth. I love yes. that. I love that. Yes. I love that. Anyway, she's a TikToker. She's 22. She's from Texas. Okay. Go with us as Avery cuts my hair back to shorty. I wanted it back to how it used to be, so we just got started. Avery took big chunks out at a time to just get it back going short. I was very scared every single time, but you know what? It's eventually going to get there. We just kept going. Avery's cutting job right now, a little janky, but don't worry. In the end, it turned out amazing. This- the 19-year-old sat inside her walk-in closet as Avery began snipping off pieces of her hair with a pair of scissors, in a process that JoJo says took three hours. JoJo captioned the post, I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out, but I'm so happy. Avery crushed it. Moving on. Uh, Chloe was seen, Chloe <sighs> Kardashian was seen like- I believe Im- shit. Im- posing with some guy from an Italian a very a very popular sexy Italian Netflix show uh 365 days I think I don't believe this one second um this is literally the most not believable like oh they're together she was in Milan for Milan Fashion Week sure of course and he was there because he's Italian his name's Michel Marat Marit Marit Maroni 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 or Maroni Moronit, but there's a T at the end. I believe what that is, is I think that's a typo, or they're saying Chloe Kardashian and Michelle Moron eat at the Dolce and Gabbana fashion show <laughs> was in. They ate. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think you thought that his last name was Moronit. Oh no, it's Maron at. It looks like Maron eat. No, it's Maron at. Okay, wait, but they so accidentally it's... left in two wait, ads. Wait, 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 wait. It's wait. Chloe Kardashian and Michelle Marone at the Dolce and Gabbana fashion show. Okay, his name is Michelle Marone. And Maroni Pop Grave wanted Maroni. to write that they ate. <laughs> but instead, they wrote. No, they didn't. They didn't do eat. They were going to say Michelle Marone at the Dolce and Gabbana fashion show. They accidentally put at next to Marone. So it looks like Marone eat okay, at the Dolce. When we it has treat, a redundant at. When we treat the Pop Crave about like the New York Times, we this is how we get screwed. Yes. They did not eat. They were just at. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I think that this is we are being played. Well, I was laughing because I was he he got the five things to know, which like he this was good for his like career like getting this like kind of he got the five things to know the actor getting cozy with Khloe Kardashian. But he is I don't believe that he is dating Khloe Kardashian. I think we are being played. So don't believe the lies. 
don't believe the lies. Okay, Robin Wright. This is a huge breakup. Formerly Penn broke up with this. Clement Giraudet. I know this is Clement crazy. Giraudet. Remember, they were like they were always hot and heavy in public. Hot they were making out everywhere. They were always they're making out everywhere all the time. And then they get married, and we're all team Robin Wright because she used to date. She used to be married to Sean Penn. And we were like, we want the best for Robin Wright. Blah 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 blah. Then she's with this guy. And it's like, good for her. Hell yeah. Robin Wright found a hunk we've never heard of, this French guy. And now they're divorcing. And not only are they divorcing, it kind of seems like it's going to be nasty because she she hired Laura Wasser. Oh, no. Well, maybe she... Okay, she but hired maybe, Laura Wasser. Sure, sure. But did she just use Laura Wasser for her last divorce and just like used her again? Like kind of a punch card situation? That's a really good question. And I didn't Google that. Let's see. Not that I can tell. This is her third divorce, so I just feel like she's familiar with divorce court, and I feel like she probably has, like, a little book where it's, like, all my mm-hmm. divorce resources, you know? Divorce resource. I just, when I hear Laura Wasser, I think contentious. <laughs> I, well, think I think we're going to have a problem here. I, I think, like, yeah, I'm really going to have to protect some some funds here. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. I'm not seeing any sort of, like, evidence okay. that she was Robin's divorce attorney last time she got divorced. Wow, so but um, are you saying that Robin Wright and Sean Penn are both sing- single again at the same time? Danger, danger, yikes. danger, that's, danger, that's, danger, that's, danger. Please, Robin, don't think about it. Robin, don't think about it, Robin. Robin, don't think don't about it. even do it. We have another split, Julia Michaels and J.P. Sachs. Oh, they had a song together. We talked about them. She's the singer. Yeah, He's a redhead. Yeah. She's a singer. Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. they're broken up. Okay. And we have to get to the most important. Oh, God. Oh, God. <sighs> This is confirmed, which I you refu- didn't believe. I don't. I still you didn't don't. believe it. I still, don't. I still believe it. I still don't. I still don't. Larsa Pippen and Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan, are dating. And we have a source who talked to us weekly exclusively. And they said, Marcus and Larsa are dating and have been spending more time together in recent weeks. They are trying to keep it on the down low because of the rift between Scotty and Michael. Scotty Pippen, Larsa's ex, Michael Jordan. These two Marcus's are fucking drama. Daddy. This is fucking drama. How dare. This is drama. Larsa Pippen is drama. She is drama. What I think this is, this is television. This is television. This is, this is, this is Real Housewives of something of Miami, right? This what is, is Real Housewives of Miami. On? This is television. Well, well, the, the reason why is because remember Real Housewives of Miami premiered forever ago? Yeah. Well, it wasn't supposed to be Real Housewives of Miami. You know, like... It was something else that they rebranded as Real Real Housewives of Miami, and then it ended. And now they brought it back with Larsa Pippen. I think it's real, and I think it's happening, and I think Larsa needs a good storyline. And what better storyline than I'm dating the son of my ex-husband's enemy? (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. This is television. So do Um, I think they're actually dating? Yes. But do I think they actually like (laughs) each other and are in love and this relationship is like, quote unquote, real? no. No. I think it's for television. I love this is this is a long time ago, but Us Weekly quotes an interview she gave in 2018 when she broke mm-hmm. up with Scotty. Uh, they asked if she would ever date a basketball player again. And she said, it's almost like a nurse and a doctor. If you're a nurse and you're, you've worked at a hospital, you're more likely to have friends that are doctors, she previously told us. So I feel like I've been in basketball world for so long that I'm just surrounded by that world. It's not like I look for it. It's just there, you know? That's an incredible quote. Yeah. I just that is an that. incredible I perspective. I like that. She said... Yes, I will be dating more basketball people. I will be. I will be. Also, funny, Larsa Pippen's so fully ectric- extricated, extricated from the mm-hmm. Kardashian clan. Now yep. she has to find her own press, meaning dating she has to her, find her own way. Meaning dating her 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 ex husband's 
former best friend and teammate's son. God, mm-hmm. that's dark. And they don't even like each other, Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan, according Not to anymore. people who called in and were like, Scotty and Michael don't like each other. Scotty and Mikey don't like each other. This isn't even the darkest thing that's happened in basketball oh this week. God. Literally. I oh mean, this was another thing brought up to me this Mia. weekend. Like, did you hear Mia. about? And I was like, oh, really? And then I hadn't heard of it. And apparently this is all Boston news, sports news. Cannot stop talking mm-hmm. about how after we talked about Nia Long dating the coach of the Celtics, now he's cheated mm-hmm. on her with adding injury to insult. insult to Allegedly injury. cheated. Okay, adding insult to injury, injury to insult. I already he did forget. release a statement though. Adding insult to injury. Thank you. He d- cheated on her allegedly with the woman they hired to like move him to Boston. Well, with a travel, with someone who worked with a for travel the travel planner. It, uh, this is a true is the Celt- Celtics. Um, <laughs> yes. With someone who worked for the Celtics in a sort of like planning travel capacity, allegedly. Right. We don't have an identity to this woman. We just know that she worked. The Celtics suspended him and did not give the information of the person because they didn't want them to get kind of harassed there. Yeah. So Nia Long and this guy who is the Celtics coach. And I mean, when he became the coach of the Celtics... He got like a glowing New York Times profile because he was a basketball player first. Like he hurt his knee and then he became, against all odds, became a very successful basketball player. Then like was just this inspirational coach figure to like teens and then kind of works his way up the ladder and becomes the coach of the Celtics. And everyone like loves him. And again, I'm I'm learning all of this this past week. Right. But from what I can tell, he had an incredible reputation until one week ago when it comes out that he's cheating on his beautiful Hollywood glamorous star girlfriend, Nia Long, okay? And it was discovered via, according to this sports journalist, Kevin Frazier, a ring camera. Amazon are the cops. Amazon's the cops. On a (laughs) ring camera? Apparently someone, it doesn't say who, so this is Ime Udoka, and apparently... I mean, actually, it doesn't surprise me at all. Those things are those things are sneaky. Like that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, well, it's you kiss unclear. you kiss on the front lawn, you're gonna get caught by somebody's ring camera. Here's what this says: Multiple sources confirm Celtics female staffer's affair with Celtics coach Ime Udoka was uncovered by her husband when he overheard a private conversation on a home doorbell camera. It's gotta be a ring. It's gotta be a ring. But also, like, it's definitely a a camera that records, right? I mean. You real with those cameras, like you get motion alerts. So maybe there was like a motion alert, and she opened her phone and, and she saw was the motion with and the commotion. Yes, saw a little hand and on a was... waist, saw a little hand in a in the butt, on the butt, in the butt, on the well, butt. Well, no, I think I think she was taught. I think the implication is that she was before she went into the house to see her husband. She was like, yeah, yeah, like having a whispery conversation with Ime on the phone in front of the house, <gasps> and the husband overheard it when the <gasps> notification went on. Wait, that's and was hype. like, who are you talking? She must have said something like sexy or revealing. You know, that's giving. It's giving. Oh, no. I- What's it it's giving? giving the iPhone synced, and I found your text on my iPad on the kids' iPad. Oh my iPad. god, it's giving Gavin Rossdale. It's giving it's Gavin, Gavin Rossdale. It's giving Gavin Rossdale. You're right. So Kevin Frazier, who had the most revealing reporting with all of this, he tweeted. In addition to that, according to well-placed sources, even after the affair was discovered by the Celtics, the female staffer continued to work with Nia Long on her move to Boston. Nia did not learn about the affair until the <gasps> disciplinary action by the franchise was move made public. They let her move to 
Boston. They let her keep working with her. Literally cursed. Because they let her move to the Boston. The timeline here is that apparently the organization. So it's 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 that he violated a code of conduct, right? Because right, it's originally not, they, they found out him because that, he cheated on his girlfriend. They suspended him because he no. got involved with a coworker, essentially. Well, they got involved with a coworker who then claimed apparently it was consensual but apparently it became like less consensual let me read this correctly because it went from one thing to another and they said here it is some members of the celtics organization first became aware of the relationship in july i'm quoting the athletic.com sources said yeah, at that time team leadership fans. good luck team leadership was led to believe by both parties that the relationship was consensual but sources said that the woman recently accused yudoka of making unwanted comments toward her leading them to li- to launch a set of internal interviews so this is like a month-long investigation that has sort of been evolving and according to this reporting nia didn't know anything about it anything about it until it went public so that's, I think, and then he releases a statement being like, I fucked up. It's one of those very vague, like, men in power statements, like, I made a mistake, well, also, but, like, let's get through this. there were these early statements from people, like, basketball players, like, defending him, but then they, like, kind of heard mm-hmm. more of the story, and they were like, uh, I, like, like, one of them, like, retracted his defense. That's what happens when you speak mm-hmm. too early. I mean, I think, he, I think everyone loves this coach, but, like, what the fuck was he but doing? But everyone loves Nia more. <laughs> that's the well, thing. that's true. Sports people might love the coach, but the internet and culture at large love Nia more because Nia has been like a sort of sweetheart for 30 years, you, you know, so a, people see, are like, coming to her defense. rep like tweeting, <laughs> like on Massachusetts it was, state rep tweeted. It was like, Jamal Bowman. Oh my God. Everybody was like, shut up, do your job. Stop this. This is so embarrassing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so that's what's going on with Nia Long. She has not said anything really at this point. I don't know. The reason she's oh, been she, filming, I mean, she will. she's working. She, she will say something, though. She will. And she's I mean, been very she busy. Will. She will. Because remember, they're making The Best Man into a, I think, a Peacock series? A series. I'm it's just saying have, she like, will say something because, like, she will. I just know. I know they will say something. Yeah. I wonder if yeah. they'll, like, It's really sad. And it's it's just sad when this comes out like this. It's incredibly embarrassing for this to come out this way. Because yeah. according to these reports, she didn't know until it was, until everyone knew. Yeah, you know? it just sucks that she, like, literally sucks. moved to Boston. <laughs> like, you know, Nia Long's of them, though. Yeah. I think Nia Long's of them. So I didn't know who this guy was. And in he's sports, sports yeah. I think he's of them. Because the response to this has kind of made it, it, it like everyone knows. Now, Long, who has been engaged to Yudoka for nearly a decade and shares a 10-year-old son, Kez, with him, is speaking out, telling ET in a statement, quote, the outpouring of love and support from family, friends, and the community during this difficult time means so much to me. I ask that my privacy be respected as I process the recent events. Above all, I am a mother and will continue to focus on my children. Long is also mom to Masai, her son from a previous relationship. Prior to releasing her statement, the 51-year-old actress shared this cryptic clip to Instagram. Understand one thing, as that light that you see, you know, you see the happiness, you see the smile, and you see all the, the rainbows and all of that stuff. But understand one thing about that light that they got. They had to go into the darkness to get it. Them people is not the type of people that you want to play with. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. 
What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? It, she doesn't really do podcasts. So <laughs> the question is, was it her or was it Elena? <laughs> Which is my favorite conspiracy theory in the world that Elena does all of Rita's audio work for her. <laughs> Rita Ora was on Jamie Winstone's Greatest Night Ever. Oh, I was just talking about how like a good night she had. Oh, that's good. That's a good yeah. Rita Ora topic. It's like she yeah, loves to have a like, good night. It's talking about parties. It's like, talk about a party. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to play a clip Five here. Five top tips for your greatest night ever. What would it be? Uh, try and dress borderline bit comfortable at least a little bit you don't have to be completely comfortable but at least so you know that you can get some room to like first of all drink as much as you want and dance and dance and the sweat patches let's make sure we don't have any stained sweat patches because i've made that mistake in my 20s now i'm in my 30s i sort of know the 101 yeah two company make sure you go out with people that make you laugh (laughs) everyone that you know that you don't feel judged make sure you've got a good crew that's a big deal can't have a nose around. Three, oh my God. make sure you've prepared for your night. Like, I like to drink my water before I know I'm about to consume alcohol. I like to be a professional, prepared raver. Don't mix your drinks. No. Because that never ends well for anyone. No. She's charming and endearing. She's nice. And she got this headline, quote, she really is. Quote, I'm very much in love. I always wanted the fairy tale, unquote. Rita Ora gives rare insight into her romance with husband Taika Waititi as she reveals her parents' 30-year bond inspired her to search for her soulmate. She also flashed her tone abs in a crop top and cycling shorts as she hit the gym after opening up on fairy tale romance with Taika Waititi. Who did she tell the fairy tale thing to, not to the Daily Mail? She told this, she told this to Jamie Winstone. This was oh, all part of that. All that was all part of that. That was all part of that. Greatest night ever. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to find the clip. I'm sorry. You're going to have to scrub it for this clip. But at one point in there, I've seen this transcribed a couple times. She yeah. says, I'm in love. I'm very much in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. Amen. As I get older as well, I realize. You're in a happy place. Right? I am. No. I am. I'm in love. <laughs> very much in love. I'm in love. Yeah. I'm in love. I'm in love. Yeah. Amen. Um, I'm so happy. Great. Mm-hmm. She also talks about how much she loves love. She also left nothing to the imagination. She flashes her bum in a thong under revealing sheer dress. Oh, my God. Okay. And she was watching Kung Fu Panda on some... No, she's TV. doing the... Because she's doing... It's oh, unfinished. the ADR. She's adding... She's doing the ADR and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's, like, putting on the finishing touches of uh, her Kung Fu Panda experience. God, Rita Ora is really thriving. <laughs> I don't. It's crazy that every week I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, damn, our girl is Shit. driving. Yeah. I yeah. feel busy. What? <laughs> She's the busiest person alive. Okay, we're done. And we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday episode. Who's there? What else? Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, commentaries, occasional newsletter. Oh my God, I have to finish the newsletter. I saw Timmy started it. It's funny. I already read Timmy's intro to Wait, the newsletter, oh, the Patreon newsletter. I finished the newsletter. I'll finish it today. Um, and then what else? Oh, if you don't want... Um, all that extra stuff you just want the vip audio you can also get that on apple podcasts um subscribe through the apple podcast you can check out our new spotify live show wednesdays at 4 p.m live on spotify live (laughs) yes we just we just talk about we shoot the shit about all sorts of stuff but mostly television it's a television show we talk about what we watch what we've been watching what people are talking about us live it's just us live with worse audio and and more banter yeah so we'll see you on friday bye bye you will join us Famous.